Hey, hey, party people. Glad to come back for a part two for Failing to Tell a Story, Keen Vintage Eye, The Tie Guy. In the last part, we discussed the humble beginnings of Keen Vintage Eye, and this episode will move on to the first big success. Definitely put big in quotes there, but every success is a movement in the right direction. I also want to preface the series with use these stories as lessons of maybe what not to do. I still have my day job. I have yet to figure out if I've even broken even from uh, these, e these eBay adventures. But with that, let's jump straight in. After having my first sale of the China tea set, I was amped up knowing that I turned a profit. Also put in quotes there as there was a lot of different things I didn't factor in uh, to my profit, such as how much it cost for shipping. I did free shipping on a breakable China tea set. That was awful. Uh, so probably broke even if not lost a little bit money, but I still in the moment felt profit. Regardless, this made me realize I want to try everything, post anything and everything to see if it would sell on eBay. So a few items that I could list, with no pun intended, are some records some World War II books, golf clubs, and some mugs. Now, some veterans to eBay may be taken back, but to clarify, this was an awful strategy. This was nearly three years ago, and I still have some of the remnants of this initial purchase. But I bought these and posted them without doing any research on the items, and to no surprise, they didn't sell. To give further information on these items, the records were broken and warped, and nothing anybody would want to listen to. There was some jazz band from the 60s. Mind you, they probably had good music, but you can't do much when it skips every other second. The World War II books were missing pages and the covers were torn. The mugs had spoon scratches all in the insides, and the golf clubs, well... They were actually the only gem I found. I had all these items posted for months and had a single bite with an offer on the clubs, but decided to decline, thinking I'd get more for them. And I definitely didn't. And the funny part is that offer would have given me 50 bucks profit. Still decided I wanted to make more. And guess what? They're currently in my garage and soon to be probably back in their original home at Goodwill. I eventually tossed out the rest of the items, such as the records, the books, and I decided I'd formulate on a new strategy. I didn't want to sell breakables like the tea set, as the packaging, all of that kind of stuff was a little too much. I didn't want to have to specialize too much into an item, although this is kind of where the, the money's at. And what I mean by specialized is, you know, like, know the intricacies, like taking apart a car is a good example of something that's like a specialization. Uh, and then I also needed something that was cheap because my allocated beginning budget was very thin. Enter the necktie. Now, I'm no genius who thought of it first because people have been selling these used on eBay almost as long as the site itself has been up. But for me, it was the perfect item which checked off all the boxes on the metaphorical list. Ties are durable and cheap to ship. On average, they don't even exceed 4 ounces, which ship USPS first class no problem. 
ties have limited expertise with the only knowledge needing to be what the different patterns are, the brands that will sell well, and the important measurements needed for buyers to know. Lastly, ties are ridiculously cheap if you know where to search for them. Goodwill on half-off days rarely exceed $2, and any other thrift store labels them as $1 or less. With the next trial item set, the necktie, I was ready to shop. My first half off Goodwill Saturday, which was chaotic as heck, but luckily not everybody was gunning it for the ties. Sifting through the ties real quick, trying to compare them to the list of name brands that would sell was yielding some difficulty, but I eventually came home with 20 ties after visiting several stores. Although it was tiring, people watching a Goodwill is always a good spectacle, and who doesn't love coming home with the musky smell of used items all over them? That night was exciting, and I was ready to get them posted. But, to my dismay, I made another error that I hadn't learned from my warp records, my torn pages, and this this ended up being several stain splotches all over my ties, which left me with half of them. Every fluid short of blood had been spilled on them, and it was just disgusting. You could tell that it was an awkward teen who might have wore it because there was so much grease around the the neckline. Either way, I ended up coming through with literally half. And for those who haven't worked with neckties, most of them are silk. And cleaning out anything from them can be very, very difficult. And more often than not, especially if I bought them for two bucks or even less than that, it's not worth the time to try and scratch them off. Either way, even though I was disheartened, I decided to press through it and got my 10 ties posted and was rewarded for that with the upcoming week with my first tie sale. I ran into several more learning moments like double checking items for stains and snags I may have missed in the first pass, but from there I kept my inventory bolstered with ties, constantly looking forward to half off Goodwill Saturdays as they became more knowledgeable in the name brands and to be able to pre-check for defects, I was pulling in seven to eight tie sales a week and making 10 to $12 a pop. I wish I had taken this time to further improve my processes and have a better way of sorting my ties, but instead I wanted to keep boosting my sales. And what better way to do that than to diversify? Enter into the laundry basket and the addiction of theoretical profits. That's gonna be my next episode where I decided to expand so much more and the thrill of going to a thrift store is almost like opening that Pokemon card pack where you just don't know what you're going to find and it's exciting to see it, but then you kind of lose that high and then you want to find it again. So the next series is going to be called Enter the Laundry Basket. Until then, you guys keep it spicy over there and I'll see you next time.